point is, if the committee believes that a two-loss Ohio State is better than a one-loss Washington, they'll put them in. We saw that. A one-loss Alabama won nothing, absolutely nothing, and they were put in the playoff, right? I still think a two-loss team is pretty unlikely. In this scenario, in my mind, if you're putting four teams in from three conferences, none of these teams have more than two losses because they have to seem very deserving in order to leave, let's say, a one-loss Pac-12 champion out, you know? So to the texter's point, I think it's unlikely. I think we'll see it eventually. We almost saw it with Auburn last year. We almost did. But that's my first bold prediction for this 2018 season. I think two conferences will yet again be left out. And right now, I think it's the Pac-12 and the Big 12. The Big 12 has only ever made the playoff with Oklahoma. That's it. They made it twice. We know what happened with the Baylor-TCU debacle. We all remember. Poor Baylor. Poor TCU. Poor Big 12. And the championship game maybe does help them, but I think it's pretty likely that the Big 12, again, gets the short end of the stick because besides Oklahoma, when you're looking at that league, is is Texas a contender? Really? West Virginia? Yes, they have a great offense, but their defense is terrible. Terrible. Who else? TCU with a new quarterback? Oklahoma State with a new quarterback? I don't see the Big 12 finding a way to get in, and I think that we are, we've set the precedent, too, where we're fine leaving the Pac-12 out until they get their act together in some ways, until they improve as a league as a whole, right? So that's my first bold prediction. I'll tease out this second one because I want to talk about this one in link too. But you can go vote on our poll at Kelly Graham. Like all three predictions are up there. My second one, second bold prediction for 2018. This one is probably my boldest. It's probably my boldest because it hasn't happened since 2001, which is a long time ago, 17 years ago. There are small children out there who've never seen this happen. So it's unlikely. But my second bold prediction is that the ACC player of the year will be a defensive player. Now you say, Kelly, it's 2018. College football is all about offense. We're never going to see another defensive player win a a league player of the year. We're never going to see one win a Heisman Trophy again, right? I understand your reservations there. I get it because we live in a very offensive-minded world. When you look at the ACC, the last defensive player to win ACC Player of the Year, the overall Player of the Year, was E.J. Henderson, Maryland linebacker in 2001. The last defensive lineman to win it was Andre Wadsworth, defensive end for Florida State in 1997. So it's been a while. And one thing to note about these leagues, the ACC, from the research I was doing yesterday, which this really surprised me, the ACC is one of the only leagues left that actually hands out an overall player of the year award. Every other league does offensive player of the year, defensive player of the year. The SEC does that. The Big Ten does that. The Big 12 does that. The Pac-12 still has an overall player of the year, but when I looked at their, um, their list of players of the year, I couldn't find a single defensive player that had ever won that award, <laughs> which kind of makes sense for the Pac-12, right? It kind of makes sense. So the only place this is really going to happen is the ACC because they still give out the overall ACC player of the year. I think it could happen in the SEC, but they don't do it. They do a defensive and offensive player. And when you look at the ACC, we know Lamar Jackson won it last year. Lamar Jackson won it the year before that. Deshaun Watson in 2015. 
James Conner in 2014, Jameis Winston in 2013, Taj Boyd 2012. It's been a quarterback and running back award for the most part, which is what most player of the year awards are. However, this year in the ACC, your best returning quarterback, maybe your best quarterback in the league is Ryan Finley. Is Ryan Finley going to be your ACC player of the year? He threw 17 touchdowns last year in 13 games. He, he could improve, don't get me wrong, but is he really worthy of the same award that Lamar Jackson wins or Deshaun Watson wins or Taj Boyd or Jameis Winston or Matt Ryan, right? And then it very well could be a running back. I get that. A.J. Dillon, Cam Akers, those guys are going to contend. There's no doubt. But, and you saw James Conner win the, the ACC Player of the Year in 2014, running back for an eight-win team in Pittsburgh. And this is where I disagree with some voters. I have a fundamental issue with your player of the year being on a middling team. I just don't think that's right. I get it with Lamar Jackson because he was exceptional. He was the best player in the, in the league, in the, in the country. I get that. But are you going to, let's say Clemson goes 12 and 0. Here's my reasoning. Let's say Clemson goes 12 and 0. Wins the league. Beats everybody. Boston College goes 7 and 5. The player of the year is A.J. Dillon, and it's not Christian Wilkins? I have a problem with that. We'll discuss this more on the other side. You can get in on Twitter, at Kelly Graham. Like, go vote in the poll. Vote in the poll about the bold predictions. We're going to get bolder in the next segment. Stay tuned. More Kelly Graham Show coming up next. Command the road with Michelin tires and get confidence born from grip that doesn't quit. Now shift into the next gear with a little extra savings. Here's how. From June 13th to July 12th, you can get a $70 reward card after submission with the purchase of four new Michelin passenger or light truck tires. Steve Tire and Service and Easley can get you in gear. Stop by or give them a call at 859-1361. See MichelinMan.com forward slash for details. Offer expires 712-18. July is National Ice Cream Month when we celebrate the frozen deliciousness of our favorite ice cream. Nothing celebrates National Ice Cream Month like Clemson's Best Gourmet Ice Cream. Available in four distinctly southern flavors. To find out more, go to Clemson'sBest.com. Discover easy ordering and pick up with the new mobile app from Chick-fil-A. Once you download the app and sign up, you'll be able to bypass the line by simply ordering through your phone. You'll also have access to new ways to customize your meals, which will be saved for easy ordering on future visits. And every time you order with the app, you start earning credits toward free treats. Ordering made easy at Chick-fil-A of Clemson and Chick-fil-A of Seneca. Simply go to one.chickfil-a.com to download the app and start earning free treats today. You have cracks in your driveway, sidewalk, or settling pool decks. Why tear it out when you can lift it? Canty Foundation Specialists can raise concrete slabs back to its original position using our patented polylevel process. Call Canty today at 864-475-1671. Don't replace it, raise it. 475-1671 or visit us at CantyFoundationSC.com. Are you ready to go all in on a car? Granger Nissan knows what car will fit you and your family because they are a leader in the market with competitive inventory. They have everything for everyone. Granger Nissan is a family business, so they know the importance of taking care of the ones we love on the road. You can drive with confidence and ease because Granger Nissan has all new vehicles with a lifetime powertrain warranty. Granger Nissan is not just in the car business, they're in the people business. Stop by Granger Nissan of Anderson on 3510 Clemson Boulevard. 
For over 45 years, Hugh Durham has been serving the real estate needs of the upstate. Whether it's residential, commercial, land and acreage, relocation, appraisals and auctions, or development, the skilled agents at Coldwell Banker Hugh Durham & Associates have complete knowledge of the area and make it easy for you to buy or sell. They understand the financial importance and guide you every step of the way. Call Coldwell Banker Hugh Durham & Associates at 225-3788 or online at cbhdpros.com. You'll be treated like family. Calling all superheroes. Do you wish there was a way to make extra money while helping others in need? Now is your chance. Biotest Plasma Center in Clemson is seeking plasma donors who will be compensated for their time and travel. New donors can earn $50 on each of their first five donations. Repeat donors earn up to $310 a month. Walk-ins welcome. Become a superhero and save lives. Schedule your appointment and get more info at biotestplasma.com. Again, that's biotestplasma.com. Make your next corporate party or team-building event one to remember with Local Q. Featuring a wide-ranging menu of mouth-watering, in-house smoke barbecue, signature craft cocktails, 25 rotating drafts, and hundreds of classic games to play. Local Q is the place to break the ice with co-workers, friends, and family. We'll craft you the perfect menu featuring all the Local Q favorites, whether for 50 people or 250. Local Q has the room for you. Reserve your venue today by visiting LocalQ.com. Whether your adventure takes you to the top of Chimney Rock or the shores of Lake Jocassee or the woods for camping, Elkmont Trading Company in Clemson has everything you need for your next adventure. Serving the upstate since 1995, Elkmont offers fly fishing gear from Orvis and Sims, as well as the area's best selection of kayaks and camping gear. Featuring Chacos, Birkenstocks, Patagonia, Southern Marsh, Columbia, Yeti, Eno Hammocks, Kavu Rope Bags, Mountain Khakis, and more. Elkmont also has kayaks and stand-up paddle boards for rent, so you can try before you buy. Are you hungry? Try Elkmont's barbecue sandwich or a pint of locally brewed craft beer from one of Elkmont's 16 taps. There really is something for everyone at Elkmont. So remember, if you haven't been to Elkmont, you haven't been to Clemson. Rely on EnviroMulch. They supply quality landscape supplies for any outdoor project. They're special. Get double ground hardwood mulch for a dollar off per yard. Ordered online with promo code WCCP. No other discounts apply. From your friends at EnviroMulch. Go Tigers! It's out of bounds. Kelly Graham the Roar. All right. Look alive, you little maniacs. Back to Quag and Kelly. The Kelly Gramlich Show on 105.5 The Roar. Welcome back to the Kelly Gramlich Show. We're going to get back into some bold predictions here for college football. Can't wait to dive in more to this ACC Player of the Year discussion. I know it's hard to wrap your brain around it because, like I said, for the last 16 years, the ACC Player of the Year has been an offensive player. So why would, you know, why would suddenly the ACC change their mind and give it to a defensive player? We'll discuss in depth in just a second. This hour of the KG show, the only hour of the KG show is brought to you by local Q, the place to connect for beer, barbecue and board games in the upstate 30 orchard park drive in Greenville, right off of Haywood road. Stop by local Q for the massive beer selection, delicious appetizers and starters, hearty barbecue, 
entrees, and of course the board games and other games. Cornhole, ping pong, pool, shuffleboard, and darts. Also, Local Q has a new event space. It can be rented out for corporate events, wedding events, birthdays, you name it. Great food and drinks for everyone. The private room has a full bar and TVs to watch all kinds of sporting events. Get $100 off your next event at Local Q in their new event space. When you mention my name, Kelly Gramlich, give them a call today to schedule your next event, 864-288-6873. A few more points on this ACC Player of the Year. When you look at how the media voted, this was just two weeks ago, the media voted on this. Week and a half, week and a half, yeah. So when you look at the first team all ACC, right, everyone knows, we saw this. this. This is not breaking news. Clemson, all four of Clemson's defensive linemen were voted to the first team. That's unprecedented. That does not happen ever. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Cleland Farrell, Austin Bryant, Christian Wilkins, and Dexter Lawrence. So you're thinking that at least the media and the coaches will vote and the media will vote at the end of the year, but at least the media understands how special this defensive line is and how much talent there is on that team. It's obvious from these votes, right? And then you look at the votes for ACC player of the year, the preseason votes. A.J. Dillon, Boston College running back, led the pack with 45 votes, all right? A.J. Dillon, great player, ACC rookie of the year last year, probably going to have another excellent season for Boston College. I get it. Second place, for ACC Player of the Year in the preseason voting. Christian Wilkins, defensive tackle for Clemson, 42 votes. If three votes had gone differently, Christian Wilkins would have been your ACC Player of the Year for the preseason, your preseason pick. I think the media is thinking this way. They understand that the ACC, in many ways, is lacking elite quarterback talent this year. A lot of the better quarterbacks have left in recent years, especially with Lamar Jackson's departure, Deshaun Watson, Mitch Trubisky, guys like that. And then you have some good running backs. You do. Kim Akers, A.J. Dillon come to mind. They're both only sophomores. And they both play for teams that did not, you know, did not have exceptional seasons last year. And we'll see what happens this year. If Florida State goes off and wins 10 games and Cam Akers rushes for... 1,700 yards or whatever, then, of course, he probably wins it. But I don't think that's going to happen. Here's my overall point. You're telling me Clemson is going to win its fourth straight ACC championship. In this scenario, go undefeated. Beat everybody. Beat Boston College. Beat Florida State. These other teams with possible ACC players of the year. Beat NC State and Ryan Finley. If that happens and Clemson is going to its fourth straight playoff, all that. Your ACC player of the year is going to be A.J. Dillon. Really? I wouldn't be okay with that. And I think the media, it's obvious that they're starting to understand that maybe this year it might be different. You might not have a quarterback or a running back as your ACC player of the year. And I think it's going to be a defensive player. Greg gets in on Twitter. He says, we all know the best quarterback in the ACC has yet to take a snap. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's a whole different conversation. If Trevor Lawrence breaks onto the scene, who knows what could happen? He would most likely be, if that does happen, your rookie of the year. Let's, let's be realistic here. But that's my point with ACC Player of the Year. I think this could be the year that a defensive player wins the award for the first time in 17 years because look at the defensive talent in the ACC. 
and compare it to the offensive talent. I'm not just talking about Clemson, too. You have Shaq Quarterman from Miami. You have Jaquan Johnson from Miami. These guys are all Americans. These guys could very possibly, you know, they, they could put their names in the hat for this award. Other defensive players that received votes in the preseason for this award was um, Joe Giles Harris, the All-American linebacker from Duke, who we had on the show yesterday from ACC kickoff. And then Zach Allen, defensive end from Boston College, received a vote. If a defensive end's winning it, it's, it's not a Boston College defensive end, but <laughs> there's the point in that three defensive players received votes and Christian Wilkins was three votes away from being your preseason ACC player of the year. It's very possible. My final bold prediction, which you can find on the poll on Twitter, at Kelly Gramlick, has to do with everyone's favorite division in this part of the country, the old SEC West. Oh, it's, just, it's just the toughest, right, John? It's the toughest division in the world that has ever existed. But I think it's that the SEC West is going to shape up a little differently this year. And this is my third bold prediction. I think many years, what the media does, and I get it. <clears throat> I get this because in some ways, Auburn does deserve the benefit of the doubt. In some ways. Because they, the last, the last uh, let's say, five years, they've done pretty well. They, you know, played for the national championship in 13, eight wins in 14, seven in 15, eight wins in 16, and then 10 last year. I get it. <clears throat> they beat Bama last year, which is huge. They played for the SEC championship. They won the division for the first time in a while. But I also feel like we give Auburn too much of the benefit of the doubt. And when you look at Auburn heading into 2018, I am not impressed. I am not encouraged for Auburn. I don't think you can just replace Carrion Johnson like that with Cam Martin. Carrion Johnson, 1,400 yards last year, 18 touchdowns. Yeah, you're just going to plug someone in and it's going to be fine. And then adding on to that, Auburn lost four seniors off their offensive line. Four. You got to replace that. You have to replace your running back. And they lost two of their best wide receivers in spring drills to injury. Will Hastings, one of them. That doesn't look good for Auburn. That doesn't look good. Now, their defense is still going to be very good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not down on Auburn's defense. But when you look at the games Auburn lost last year, most of their losses came because they couldn't score enough points. Their defense did the job for the most part. Everyone remembers, at Clemson last year, Auburn scored six points. <laughs> I mean, they were sacked 11 times, I get it, but they scored six points. If you could manage more than six points, maybe you win that game. At LSU last year, they lost 27 to 23. Not enough points there. In the, in the SEC championship, they scored seven points against Georgia. And then against UCF, of course, they scored 27. I think UCF is a bit of a different situation there for Auburn. I'm not going to put too much stock in that game. But I think Auburn's offense needs to be improved to navigate their schedule, and I just don't see it improving enough. Their schedule is also difficult. They start with Washington. That's going to, I know I badmouth Washington in the first segment, but that's not a gimme by any means. That's going to be a tough game, even though it's in Atlanta. They play LSU week three in, um, in Auburn, which is, I think that's very winnable, but they lost to LSU last year. And then the kicker for me, the three toughest games on their schedule are all on the road, all three of them, at Mississippi State, at Georgia, at Alabama. 
They might win one of those, maybe, maybe. And then my favorite Auburn stat, just to, just to hammer this point home a little further. And it's not that I don't like Auburn. I really do. I don't mind Auburn. <laughs> Their fans are always great when they come to Death Valley. In five seasons, this is the Auburn stat you need to know. In five seasons, Gus Malzahn is 29 and 10 before November. But just 16 and 12 in November and beyond. Gus Malzahn is 29 and 10 in September and October. But November, and then of course any postseason games, he is 16 and 12. And those games that Auburn has to handle down the stretch at Georgia and at Bama are both in November. I worry for them. I do. <laughs> so then you ask Kelly, well, if Auburn's not finishing second in the West, who is? Mississippi State. Mark it down right now. I know Mississippi State was picked to finish third, so this isn't crazy bold, but you think, well, their quarterback got injured in the Egg Bowl last year, and that was a gruesome injury. I had a guy on Twitter talk about how gruesome that injury was, and I get that. He needs to come back at full health. I'm, I'm kind of betting on that, but we haven't heard anything to the contrary. And then, of course, they have a new coach. Dan Mullen left for Florida. Joe Moorhead is the new coach. Joe Moorhead coached the likes of Saquon Barkley, at Penn State, he was the Penn State offensive coordinator and Trace McSorley. So I like that. I like that he's bringing that to Starkville. Mississippi State also returns Aries Williams, their senior Aries Williams, their senior running back, 1,100 yards last year. Senior quarterback, senior running back. I like it. They return four starters on the offensive line. Contrast that completely with Auburn. Auburn loses four. Mississippi State returns four. Love that for Mississippi State. They have some guys back on defense. Auburn's defense is going to be good. I get that. But Mississippi State's, I think, is going to be solid as well. They returned their top two tacklers from last year. And then the kicker for me, Mississippi State hosts Auburn on October 6th. All of Auburn's games, all of their difficult games are on the road. And we know most of the big wins they had last year came at home. All of them came at home. Their two regular season losses were at LSU and at Clemson. Mississippi State gets to host Auburn on October 6th. I think that's going to be a big one. I think that's going to be huge. And I think Mississippi State has the offensive tools to beat Auburn, to finish second in that division. And when you look at Auburn's schedule, I just, I worry for Auburn with that schedule, especially with what they've lost and what history tells us, how they perform in November and beyond. I worry for Auburn. I really think that this is the year that Auburn drops down to at least third in that division. I think we're giving Auburn too much of the benefit of the doubt. So we'll see. Those are my three bold predictions. You can find them on Twitter at Kelly Graham. Like there's a poll to vote in those. My three bold predictions. Number one, two conferences will be left out of the college football playoff. Again, I'm thinking the Pac-12 and the Big 12 will be left out. Number two, the ACC player of the year will be a defensive player. This is bold because a defensive player has not won this award since 2001, which is a long time. But Christian Wilkins was just three votes away from being your preseason ACC player of the year on the defensive line. So I think it, it very well could happen. And then number three, Auburn will not finish second in the SEC West. They don't return enough. Mississippi State will. Mississippi State will take that spot. 
Mississippi State will have a better year than Florida. And Dan Mullen's going to be thinking, what the heck did I do? <laughs> also, Dan Mullen has had some, um, some concerning news recently with some of his players getting into an altercation that involved a frying pan. I know you didn't miss this story. We went over it on Out of Bounds for many segments because it was ridiculous. But that's just what happens in Gainesville, right? So again, go vote in the poll on Twitter at Kelly Graham. Like, which of my three very bold predictions for the 2018 college football season is most likely to happen? Go vote in that. Right now, 44% of voters say two conferences left out of the playoff. That's the main thinking right now, which I think, you know, is, is that's the one I would probably bet on too. 42% say a defensive player will win ACC player of the year. You got some Clemson fans voting there thinking Christian Wilkins, maybe Cleland Farrell has a shot, right? And then only 14% of voters say Mississippi State will finish second in the West. I get that. You want to give the benefit of the doubt to Auburn. I totally understand. But I still, I think Auburn's offense is going to struggle this year. John, have you voted in our poll? I have. What did you vote for? Uh, defensive ACC player of the year. Really? I did. I think there's just too much talent across not only just our defensive line, but, you know, across the conference. And with offensively, if your best hope is Ryan Finley, I'm going to lead the other way. <laughs> I like that reasoning, John. I yeah. like it. And so if you had to pick one, would it be Christian Wilkins? Yes. Okay. I think he has the biggest name. He has the name. He not only will have the statistics, but he also has the personality to where, as a defensive lineman, you have to draw attention to right. yourself sometimes. And he does he does a lot of that, and, and in good ways, not necessarily in bad ways. I think that's a great point. Go vote in the poll. Make your voice heard. Final segment of the Kelly Gramlich Show is coming up next. The countdown is on. 35 days till Clemson football. Stidham takes a shotgun snap, looks, throws, has a complete left side, and he's upended. Outside as Mark Fields comes up and up ends a would-be receiver at the 21. It's a loss of two more. On the flagship station for Clemson Athletics, we are WCCP 105.5 The Roar. Get equipped for anything with a John Deere 3025E compact tractor from AgPro. It's equipped with a low price of $139 per month. And we have all the attachments you'll ever need. Request a quote at agproco.com. Offer in 73118, subject to approved installment credit. John Deere Finance. Point percent down payment required. Access rate set up and delivery charges. Could increase monthly payments. See dealer for details. The Senior League World Series returns to the J.B. Red Owens Sports Complex in Easley starting July 28th, and you could be there. Listen to 105.5 The Roar WCCP for your chance to win tickets to the championships to see tomorrow's baseball stars today. Hendrick Honda is surrounded by colleges and universities. Let Hendrick Honda easily help you on the path of success with our first-time buyer in college graduate programs. At Hendrick Honda Easily, their sales team is fair, fast, easy, and transparent, here to help you buy your new or pre-owned Hendrick Honda Easily vehicle. Their on-site service department and extended customer service ensures your vehicle will get continuous support. Hendrick Honda Easily, in the heart of the upstate at 4609 Callum Memorial Highway and online at HendrickHondaSC.com. Again, that's HendrickHondaSC.com. You do back to school, and Northland Communications has the most important thing on your list, high-speed Internet. Learning doesn't end when you leave the classroom. It starts at home. You need ways to connect to the world around you. 
Get one of the most important tools for success today, Northland's high-speed internet. Whether you're messaging with classmates or studying for finals, you're only one click away from discovering, learning, and getting more out of school this year with speeds up to 100 megabits per second. That's fast. And now, get Northland's best deal of the year. Sign up for Northland's high-speed internet for only $39.99 a month. Don't miss out. Call 888 Northland or visit getnorthland.com to learn more. Limited time offer. All rates net of taxes and fees. Not available in all areas. Additional restrictions and conditions apply. Actual speeds may vary. See getnorthland.com slash offers for full details. Are you hungry? Local Q has revised our menu to include all of your favorite monthly specials from the last six months. Nashville hot chicken bites, oxtail tacos, our local Cubano sandwich, daily smoked chicken, and much more. Come and see if your favorite made the cut. You can see our menus and specials at localq.com. Please don't be offended. We do ID everyone. Local Q, the place to connect for beer, barbecue, and board games. a mattress can be a difficult process, but that can all change with one visit to Engineered Sleep. They are a mattress manufacturer that opened their doors to the public. You get factory direct pricing, a mattress made just for you, and free delivery all over the upstate. Your mattress will be made and delivered within one to five days. It is always great to buy local, but when you buy from Engineered Sleep, you are truly buying from the best. Their showroom at 627 Congaree Road in Greenville is open Monday through Saturday. Sleep like a champion with your Engineered Sleep. Whether your adventure takes you to the top of Chimney Rock or the shores of Lake Jocassee or the woods for camping, Elkmont Trading Company in Clemson has everything you need for your next adventure. Serving the upstate since 1995, Elkmont offers fly fishing gear from Orvis and Sims, as well as the area's best selection of kayaks and camping gear. Featuring Chacos, Birkenstocks, Patagonia, Southern Marsh, Columbia, Yeti, Eno Hammocks, Kavu Rope Bags, Mountain Khakis, and more. Elkmont also has kayaks and stand-up paddle boards for rent, so you can try before you buy. Are you hungry? Try Elkmont's barbecue sandwich or a pint of locally brewed craft beer from one of Elkmont's 16 taps. There really is something for everyone at Elkmont. So remember, if you haven't been to Elkmont, you haven't been to Clemson. Big days start small with Chick-fil-A chicken minis. Chicken nuggets nestled in warm, mouth-watering mini yeast rolls and lightly coated with a honey butter spread. Available at Chick-fil-A of Clemson and Chick-fil-A of Seneca, 6.30 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. in four, six, and ten-count minis. For a limited time, you can get the ten-count mini all day, only available at the Chick-fil-A of Clemson and Chick-fil-A of Seneca. Perfect for afternoon snacks. Tell them Kelly sent you to make sure it's all day at Chick-fil-A of Clemson and Chick-fil-A of Seneca only for a ten-count mini. Homeowners and landscapers choose EnviroMulch, a locally owned, environmentally friendly company. They supply quality organic mulches, soil, sand, and stone for every landscaping application, delivery, or pickup. Nobody beats their prices. EnviroMulchOnline.com. It's out of bounds. You let the tying run get on second, and we lost the lead because of you. Now you start using your head. That's not love. That's three feet above your Back to Quack and Kelly. The Kelly Gramlick Show on 105.5 The Roar. The full moon shining bright 
Final segment of the Kelly Gramlich Show today. Final segment of July for the Kelly Gramlich Show. This segment brought to you by Chick-fil-A of Clemson and Chick-fil-A of Seneca. Make sure you go grab that four, six, or ten count box of Chick-fil-A chicken minis. Also, for a limited time only, grab a ten count chicken mini all day at Chick-fil-A of Clemson and Chick-fil-A of Seneca. Grab their seasonal item as well, the peach milkshake or the white peach tea lemonade. Also, visit one.chickfilae.com to download the Chick-fil-A mobile app. Once you download the app and sign up, you'll be able to bypass the line. By simply ordering through your phone, you'll have access to new ways to customize your meals, which will be safe for easy ordering on future visits. Earn points on the app toward free treats. If you don't have the Chick-fil-A mobile app, you are not a true Chick-fil-A customer. You need to get this app. Trust me. It will change your life. One.chickfilae.com. Grab that app today. And thanks to Chick-fil-A of Clemson and Chick-fil-A of Seneca for sponsoring the KG show and our weekly interview segment. Again, no interview this week. Was just going to, you had to hear my voice for an hour. I'm, I'm, I apologize. But we're going to talk about a few interviews in our final segment. Two different top five lists today. You might say, Kelly, that's ambitious. I know. But we're going to make it happen in this final segment today. The first top five list, I really wanted to talk about this on the KG show. I found this list on 247, 247 Sports, and it really intrigued me. The, I guess, how many did they list here? They listed a lot of teams in this. The top 15 teams that didn't win national championships in the BCS and college football playoff era. Basically, the top teams that never won a national championship, but were still elite teams in those years. So I'll just tell you on the list for right now, number 10 on this list was Clemson, the 2015 Clemson team. Obviously came up short against Alabama in the national championship. So that's where Clemson ranks. Here's their top five though. And if you have any reaction to this, if you disagree, text us 986-1566. Number five, of course, is 2016 Alabama, the team that Clemson defeated. And I don't think you should be insulted by this if you're a Clemson fan. This is a good thing. You defeated one of the top five teams to never win a national title. And they didn't win one because of you. 21 future NFL draft picks on that team. Remember, that was supposed to be the greatest defense ever with 11 defensive touchdowns. They held seven opponents that year without a touchdown. <laughs> That's insane. They beat eight top 25 teams. But of course, against this defense, Deshaun went 36 of 56 for 420 and three touchdowns. So he did do that. But. Still a really, really good team. Number four, the fourth best team to never win a championship, was that 2004 Auburn team. This was a really good team. They finished number three in the BCS behind Southern Cal and Oklahoma. And this is one of the reasons we have a playoff, because Auburn deserved to play for something. But the BCS chose Southern Cal and Oklahoma. Auburn beat number five LSU that year, number five Georgia, and they beat Tennessee twice. Finished 8-0 in SEC play. And they had that great backfield of Campbell, Ronnie Brown, and Cadillac Williams. Cadillac Williams, one of the greatest names in college football history. And then, of course, to make matters worse for Auburn fans, Southern Cal had to vacate that title. <laughs> so you don't get to play for the national championship, and then Southern Cal still has to vacate it. Not fun for Auburn fans. That's your fourth best team to never win a national title is the 2004 Auburn Tigers. Number three, this one is tough. This one is on the list strictly because of the NFL talent on the team, which I get. I think that's part of measuring how good a team was. But there on this list, the number three uh, best team to never win a national title 
the 2011 LSU Tigers, which was the team that we know lost in the national championship game in the Sugar Bowl, 21 to nothing to Bama after beating Alabama 9 to 6 in the regular season in overtime. The worst national championship game in the history of time, the most boring one, at least. However, if you look at the pros on that LSU team, it's kind of hard to argue with that. They had Tyron Matthew, Morris Claiborne, Odell Beckham Jr., and Jarvis Landry all on the same team. Imagine if they had a quarterback. Just imagine how good that team would have been. The second best team to never win a national title, and I agree with these two, and I think they're in the proper order. 2002 Miami. Everyone remembers how Miami was, quote-unquote, robbed by the officials in that double overtime loss to Ohio State in the national championship. We all know. It snapped their 34-game winning streak, which is ridiculous. And over three draft classes, that Miami team had 12 first-rounders on it. Over three different draft classes. 12 first-rounders. That is insane. They also had Willis McGahee, who rushed for 1,700 yards. Ken Dorsey had a really good year. That was a great team, that 2002 Miami team. And then number one, I kind of like this one because Texas beat them. And I grew up, you know, supporting Texas, so I love it. The best team to never win a national championship, according to this list, is the 2005 Southern Cal Trojans. And I agree. This team was arguably the most talented team in college football history. Southern Cal was. They had a 34-game winning streak heading into the Texas game. They had won the title the year before, had to vacate it, but won the title nonetheless. And, of course, Vince Young and the Longhorns went in there and ended that streak in the Rose Bowl. And that's going to go down as one of the greatest games ever. Nine of Southern Cal's 12 wins in 2005 came by 17 or more points. <laughs> Nine of their 12 wins were games won by 17 or more points. They beat five ranked teams. They had 11 draft picks in 2006, the year after this se- or the, the draft after this season, and then a five additional picks in 2007. It's, it would be hard to argue against this, that Southern Cal, that 05 Southern Cal team, is the, the best team to never win a national title. And again, Texas beat them. Sorry, Southern Cal. It had to happen. That was a great game. But I agree with that. And maybe Clemson should be ranked a little higher. That 2015 Clemson team uh, ranked 10th, the 10th best team to never win a national title. The team's ranked above or better than Clemson on this list. Number nine is the 2006 Ohio State team with Heisman winner Troy Smith. <laughs> I just can't believe that guy won a Heisman. Number eight is the 2012 Oregon team, Marcus Mariota's freshman year. That was a, an electrifying team. Number seven, interesting, they put the 08 Texas team, not the 09 Texas team. The 08 Texas team that lost to Texas Tech on that final play with Crabtree. And that year, in 08, in 08 Texas beat four top 11 teams, while in 09, they didn't beat any. So I, I agree, that 08 team with Colt McCoy was an exceptional team. And then also number six on this list is the 09 Florida team that lost to Bama in the SEC championship. So Clemson 10 on this list. I think you could argue they should be a little higher, but also good news for Clemson fans. That 2016 Bama team is ranked pretty highly as one of the best teams to never win a national title. And Clemson, of course, is the reason why. The KG Show also brought to you by Steve's Tire and Service in Easley, locally owned business and longtime partner here at WCCP. 
For over 40 years, they've taken great care of their customers, providing tires, brakes, front alignments, and more. They now offer a full line of automotive and truck accessories, toolboxes, and just about anything you need to keep your vehicle on the road. They're an authorized dealer for BF Goodrich, Michelin, and Yokohama Tires, names you can trust. The same family has owned and operated Steve's for all these years, and that's very important in today's here now, gone tomorrow environment. Take it from me. You can't go wrong when you take your car, truck, van, or SUV to Steve's Tire and Service in Easley. 109 Peachtree Street between 123 and 93. Give them a call today, 864-859-1361. And before we get to my second quick top five list. Just a quick reminder of what's going on here at WCCP in August. We have so much happening in August as we get ready for uh, for Clemson football. We're going to replay the South Carolina Clemson game on August 18th. That's Saturday, two Saturdays before the Furman game. We're going to replay the South Carolina game. Then the Saturday before football season starts, August 25th, we're going to replay the ACC championship game against Miami. So stay tuned for both of those replays. You're not going to want to miss those. And that'll get you ready for football coming up. Also, our college football kickoff show at Twin Peaks is on August 16th. That's Thursday, August 16th. Everybody's going to be there. Mickey, Zach, Brad and Ben, Quack and I. Walt's going to be there. John will be out there helping us out. You're not going to want to miss that. We're going to do a, a fun show, just previewing the whole season. Plus giveaways, new t-shirts, all that good stuff. And then one thing I'm personally very excited for if you're getting used to hearing me on Saturdays, that's good because, you know, in football season, I co-host the Tiger pregame show with Scott Reimer every Saturday morning for Clemson football, six hours before kick. So our first show will be September 1st, the Furman game. The kick is a 12:20 kick, which, you know, I love because the Tiger pregame show will start at 6 a.m., but we're ready. We're ready, John. This is going to be fun. And that show is going to be great because that's going to be Scott Reimer's 200th show. 200th Tiger pregame show. Think about that. 200 shows. His first show was the Clemson, Georgia season opener in 2003. I don't want to remind Scott of this because this is kind of cruel, but when his first show went on the air, I was 10 years old. I'm going to tell him that. I'm going to tell him that because he's not going to like it, but very excited to celebrate Scott Reimer's 200th show. Make sure you tune in all, um, all fall for the Tiger pregame show six hours before kickoff. And just a reminder, I've done a lot of interviews on the KG show the past three months. And I, it's hard for me to narrow these down to a top five list. And I loved all of them. I want to thank everyone that joined me on the KG show. If you can only listen to five, here's the five you need to listen to. You can find those on WCCPFM.com. Click the shows tab and click Kelly Gramlich show. Here's the five. Number five, Connor Shaw. Connor Shaw was awesome. He talked about his new job at Furman. He talked about living in Greenville. He talked about Clemson. And he talked about being the most popular Gamecock of all time, as voted on by the state newspaper. And Connor Shaw is just an all-around really good dude. So would love for you to listen to that one. Number four, Eric McLean. I loved this one because I love Mac, but um, he told me his best Taj story, Dwayne Allen story, Deshaun story, so much about different players in that one. So go check that one out. Number four is the interview I had last, or number three, sorry, I can't count. Number three, <laughs> the interview I had last week, it was um, Kathleen Sweeney, the first lady of Clemson football. She was awesome. She talked about the ladies clinic. She um, recounted my pig game with Dabo. So if you haven't heard that, go check that out. And then she gave us her, her favorite national championship memory, just her memory of that day. I really enjoyed hearing 
her breakdown of, of what she experienced on that day when Clemson won the national championship. And then number two, this is kind of, it's not the biggest name, but I love this interview. Terrence Oglesby came on the show beginning of July. He talked about his career, um, his mentality shooting the basketball, which I loved hearing. He talked about that 09 win over Duke in Little John. And he talked about DeMontes Stitt and helping him get his degree and previewing the season. So listen to that one. And then finally, of course, my interview with Tim Bure. You don't want to miss that one. He basically gave you or gave us all of his memories from the past 40 years. Find those on WCCPFM.com. After further review is up next. This has been the KG Show. Another hour of great sports talk from the Priority One Security Studios. We are WCCP, Clemson, Greenville, 105.5, The Roar.